everyone Joyce here. So yeah, let's just launch into today's readings. Ah, so much to just assimilate in this um, long reading from Isaiah 1. It seems so, so strong. The language used is so strong. How much um, God detests and abhors us when we come and make our offerings to him and yet our hearts is is filled with so much of muck and then we think it's okay we think ah no it's fine god forgives god is this forgiving person and we uh just come and make this um just confession i confess we just say before my confess to almighty god and we think everything is okay and yet we come back and we carry on with our lives and it goes on. Where does all this end? When does our change happen? When, does, when is it that we are going to look at ourselves and all the things that we are doing which is so abhorred, abhorred by God? And if you look at uh, today's reading, it says here, the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. And then it moves on, give ear to the teaching of our God. And then it moves on to God speaking directly, addressing directly to, to us uh, and telling us what to me is the multitude of your sacrifices. It says, Lord, I have enough of burnt offerings of rams. Now, enough of burnt offerings. Now, in those days, it was burnt offerings and rams. Today, we do so much to appease God. We, we do this. Maybe we just slip in some dimes to the, the, the beggar on the street. And then we, we think of ourselves as so, ah, we've done our part. And, you know, and, you know, it's so surprising how I've often felt so guilty even when I put, even, 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 even if it's 10 or 20, when I put it in the, in the church offering, like, it seems so big to me. I'm like, I feel so proud of myself. and sick, like, oh my gosh, God, I'm not like the other person who's just throwing in such measly amount. Look at me, I'm giving so much to you and and it seems such a big amount but at the same time when i go shopping right that 20 seems so little and i hate myself for this and i'm thinking but i'm still yet to cure myself of this you know my offertory somehow i give it with with like with such a uh, pharisaical attitude and yet that same amount if i'm buying a pair of shoes i just like just ah it's fine just I want the best for myself. And I'm like, oh, what am I? What kind of a person am I? And, um, and you know, it moves on to say when you come, uh, bring no more vain offerings, incense. It's an abomination. Abomination, very strong. Such a strong word, no? And it's, again, it's anthropomorphism where God exudes such human-like qualities. He says, new moon, Sabbath, and the calling of assemblies. I cannot endure iniquity and solemnism. He says, I cannot endure it. It's like God is like, oh, and take it away from me. And they've become, and then uh, it, it just seems like God is turning his face away, you know. Even when you come and we sit in prayer and we're like, oh God, I'm just spending time with you. And God is, imagine God, imagine if he could like, God shows himself to us. And I, I see like, God is turning his face away from me because of all the, 
what what I have within me, when I harbor the resentment, the bitterness, the anger against my neighbor, I'm like, I wonder how many times God has turned his face away from my prayer. If I could only see that, my gosh, I, I come back from prayer think, feeling so self-righteous. Oh, I spend my time with God and I, if, if, if I could maybe just for one moment just look at God looking at me, how is this? How is God's expression? And then he moves on to say, they have become a burden to me. I'm weary of bearing. Again, you see this lot of this assonance, you know, this, the sounds, the vowel sounds. It, it adds so much of emphasis. It says, I'm weary of bearing them when you spread forth your hands. Oh, my God. Our Father who art in heaven, all hands raised. And I wonder how God is looking at us. When you spread forth your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. God says that. Even though you make many prayers, I will not listen. Oh, it's just, I, that's, it's, it's so important for all of us. When we pray, look at God looking at you. Is there, and ask God, God, is there some area where I need to go and make amends, need to change? And, uh, and, then, and then it goes on to say, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. And blood could be, it's a, a metaphor here. It could be, it's not murder, but it's, it's all a violation of the Ten Commandments. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I'm beginning to see, I, of late I'm beginning to see when someone does something against me, I'm now beginning to look back and see when I have done the same thing to them. And then I realize, oh yeah, you're right. I have been this to them. And uh, just two days ago, I made this, this call to a certain person and I said, it was in the morning actually, on Saturday morning, and I called this person and I said, can I speak with you? Because there's been some, yeah, there's uh, been some misunderstanding, but there's been always this sense of courtesy. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm fine with you and you're fine with me. And, but then I realized that I have really wronged this person. And this happened many, many, many years ago, probably about 15 years ago, maybe. No, not 15, maybe about, yeah, a few years less. And this person got, yeah, got married and married someone from another religion and, and was so upset. How could you do that? How could you, how could you change? How could you leave Jesus and go? And we didn't attend the wedding and I was like, and I was just recently, I mean, just on Friday, uh, my daughter, she gave this talk on the LGBT community and how to accept them. And she, I gave her permission to share about my, myself and how I myself am coming to terms with this. So when there was a person who was, oh, this is another story, in another story. So much of confession, yeah. But um, yeah, so when this person was, uh, was uh, had embraced some uh, another guy, person, I was feeling so... I didn't feel very comfortable with it. So when he, once when we were at a party, my daughter was sharing on Friday, said, she said, ah, we were at a party and this person came in with his boyfriend and my mom looked away uh, with this kind of uh, distasteful look and my daughter said, I felt so bad. The whole evening I was just trying to make up for my mom's lack of uh, empathy 
and uh, it took me a while to to actually come to terms with it and uh, to to finally to get into a relationship with this this person to and then I began messaging him and finally I told him okay when you come please bring your uh, do come and visit us and all uh, we'd be happy to have you and that kind of thing and uh, yeah so much of and my daughter was trying to say why are we being so judgmental uh, and I realized yes it's too much I've been really judging people and in that way being so upright so righteous Lord I'm this kind of a person I will never be that and uh, I felt the Lord was saying hey you tax collectors and sinners are going ahead of you we can we can do all the the criticizing and uh, oh, that's wrong the church that the church is not embracing of you and all that and all that and then um, and then when ah yeah so coming back to the earlier sister when I was talking to this person I said I'm so sorry this just happened last Saturday I said I know this happened many many years ago I we should have come for your wedding we should have been there we did not show Christ-like qualities and um, and we in not coming there we showed arrogance um, and uh, yeah so we are really really sorry and we hope that somewhere in your heart you'll forgive us and the person was saying ah oh, no yeah it's no worries and I said no no please accept my apology don't say no worries so yeah then we had a really good conversation then he asked me oh would you like to speak to my wife and I said of course so had a lovely chat with her and um, yeah and it it was quite good and and I again I apologized to her and in the in the whole process it brought a lot of um, redemption I mean I I would not blame them if they still have that sense of uh, disappointment that's that's between that's them because I mean for all these years I've never even gone out of the way to apologize so yeah I totally understand where they come from but it, it did me, uh, for me, in that place, it was a sense of relief. I was able to, uh, yeah, now I can come. At least one of those segments of unforgiveness has been cleared away. And, uh, yeah, so we really need to, uh, and it took me how many years huh, to do this? So many years to just get to this point of where I can, and I can imagine how, how in the process I would have upset God and uh, yeah just by not forgiving um, so and then yeah so just look into our lives and see where is it that we uh, this, but there's so many so many so many other areas but yeah we need to just tackle them one by one and just erase one by one and it goes on to say you know a series of um, personal cleansing so he gives a series of nine imperatives now imperatives are like like commands wash yourselves Make yourselves clean, remove the evil, cease to do good, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, defend the heartless, plead for the widow. It just goes on, you know, it's like God is saying, do all this first. Get this done first and then come and pray. These are all the good works that the church has been talking about. It's not just faith alone. It's good works need to follow your prayer. Good works first, faith later, like St. Paul was saying, you show me your faith, I will show my faith through my good works. So we have to, we have 
to give to the orphan. We have to give to the widow. We have to give. There are many people out there who are struggling now in this in this time. Give. And as I even tell you this, I am giving. So, and that's why I can boldly say, give, give out of the generosity and the and the generosity of God for you in your. I keep saying you is me as well. God has blessed me. I have to give. I have to share it out with neighbor. And then um, in Matthew it says, no, I just want just very quickly. Uh, it says that taking up your cross and follow me. Understand, this is your cross that you have to bear. Follow me. Praise God for the crosses. Uh, in the middle of Alex, in the middle of all these things that's happening with Alex, suddenly I got bitten by my stray dog which we adopted, and I had to have two stitches yesterday. And everyone's like, "Oh, you put, oh." And then one of my friends she called me and said, "You need to. Our religion teaches you that you need to actually give." Uh, so she said, "Give very measly amount." I said, "Don't worry, I am giving." Just two days ago, I gave to a widow, and yes, the thing is. That, that, that even when crosses come, not to think, God, what have I done, but to embrace them. So I'm looking at my hand with my two stitches and I'm embracing it. I say, thank God for this. In the midst of all these things, other people may sing, oh, this family's got so many crosses. Husband has just gone for his bypass. Wife has now got two stitches in her hand. She's this one. But I thank God because God is teaching me so many things and God is blessing me in this. And that's another story. Yeah. So have a great day, everyone. Please just do think about everything that I've said today as even I myself reflect upon it. And let's just, yeah, just good works before anything else. Have a great day.